Metta karuna mudita. Oh, we can start, yeah. Upeka metta karuna mudita. Upeka metta karuna mudita. Upeka. Metta Karuna Mudita Upeka 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 Metta Good morning, dear community. Um, deep bows of respect and um, honoring for this practice of renunciation. And also um, deep honoring to those who may need to keep their phones on them as well. We, we understand there is a, a, a range of needs, <clears throat> situations. So this morning, um, I'll offer some instructions on metta practice, and then we'll um, we'll practice uh, the first first two steps of offering loving kindness to self um, and a friend or benefactor. And you may want to switch those, so you'll have the option. Um, <clears throat> There'll also be a time for questions, but at the end of our next sit. So we'll have a sit, a walk, another sit, and at the end of that sit, if you have questions on the instructions, um, uh, we welcome those. So uh, the Buddha encouraged in the, the Metta Sutta, the Discourse on Love, that we want to be filling our hearts with this sense of friendliness um, in, in every moment, 
that was the instructions at all moments in every bodily position to hold this sense of care for ourselves and other beings. And mindfulness in its core carries kindness in it. There's a a fundamental acceptance in mindfulness that um, we just want to know what's here when we're practicing mindfulness. It's not about picking and choosing. No, I don't want the anger. Right? Mindfulness is like, I'll, I'll be with whatever's here. I want to know, I want to understand, be aware of. So there's no discrimination in mindfulness. And there is a slightly different emphasis in metta than in mindfulness meditation. So mindfulness meditation is this receptiveness to whatever is arising, this attention to breath, to body, to sounds, right, to our senses. And as we mentioned last night, with loving kindness, we are cultivating and directing our energy in a fairly prescribed way towards this cultivation of, of friendliness. And so one of the things when we do this practice that often arises is, well, I don't feel like this gooey, lovey, syrupy feeling. <laughs> or I'm, I'm not feeling this, you know, very deep emotion that I think I should be feeling. And that's okay. It's not about... Um, sometimes you, you may access this very heart opening, like your heart's just blown open with, you know, so much care and love. But sometimes it's, you know, not like that at all. And that doesn't mean you're on the wrong track. It could be, you know, the most basic, you know, I hope you're okay. I hope, you know, you go through this day well. Like a very basic kind of friendliness that you might have when you open the door for someone, you know, going into a building. It's basically the opposite of ill will. I don't wish you harm. Most simple level. So um, <clears throat> we don't have to have a big dramatic experience. So there's three elements with this practice. Um, the first is to sense inward, to generate this feeling of friendliness. And we might think of it or feel it in our heart center. That can be helpful. Sometimes people find it helpful to put a hand or both hands over the heart just to kind of um, stimulate that area, which often is where our um, emotions of kindness and love can can be felt. So we just, uh, it's like we gather this kind energy. That's the first step. And then in the second step, we want to clearly bring to mind the person or the being that we're sending metta to. And if it's ourself, that's not a big step, right? Because we're, we're sitting right here. So we can just feel ourselves, you know. Um, if it's someone else, we can, if we're visual people, we can get an image of them, maybe sitting in front of us or maybe doing something that they are happy doing. Uh, that's good for them. Um, if we're not a visual person, we could just get a, you know, um, energetic sense of that person. Maybe we bring up how they smell, you know, or, um, you know, something that involves other senses or just kind of a color or uh, a texture, something that evokes them. If, if visual um, means isn't, isn't where you uh, tend to, to be so comfortable. So that's this, so the first step, bringing, this, uh, bringing up this sense of friendliness, of wishing well, 
Second is really getting a sense of who we're going to be sending it to. And then the third is to offer with the phrases, that's what we'll be practicing with today, to begin to repeat continuously phrases which help us stay with and evoke this feeling of loving kindness. And we'll give you a number of different, in your packets you have a number of different options. Um, I will share in this meditation the ones I use for me, but I'll you know, give you a few others. And then you are welcome to find ones that really work for you. Um, so we want to find phrases that help evoke a sense of warmth. And um, the kind of basic formula or the, the basic four wishes we, we uh, tend to offer coalesce around wishing for safety, wishing for happiness, wishing for good health or strength, and then ease like freedom from worry, right? So those are sort of, that's kind of a basic, um, the essence of what we are wishing for. So the ones I like to use are, if if we're starting with ourself, it would be, may I be safe and free from enmity, free from a feeling of hostility, right? Enmity is when you feel someone's your enemy. May I be safe and free from enmity? That's the first one I use. May I be happy and content? May I be healthy and strong? Third one. May I live with ease and well-being? And maybe I can point these out to you on the, is it page eight? Yeah, okay. If you want to just pull out your sheets for a moment and then you can, sometimes it's helpful to see them written. Um, That's uh, also just to say, um, sometimes that first wish, may I be safe or may you be safe, I like to say safe and free from enmity because when I first started learning this, I noticed sometimes when I would wish someone safety, I would think of all the things that could happen to them that were (laughs) dangerous or bad. I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. So I found when I said safe and free from enmity, it helped me to focus on, may your heart really be like just um, soft and light and not, you know, because we, because when we have enmity, that's actually dangerous, right? We're cultivating; it's a kind of poison in us, and it's it can get us into trouble. So that's a a great way to be safe is to have no enmity. Um, I love Donald's phrases also. So can I share your phrases? Donald's phrases for another version of this is page four. on page four. You can find them. <clears throat> May you rest in the awakened heart. May you be safe and free from harm. May your body support you or support your practice. May you be held by love. Yeah, so beautiful. So Donald's created those for himself from, you know, these traditional phrases that are offered in the teachings. So the idea is to use three or four, and I think you'll see, sorry, I don't have this with me. Um, Yeah, I think you'll see in, um, on page eight, um, I offered a few a few options for like the first one and the fourth one. Sometimes when I do this, I, I like to say, instead of 
may I be may I be at ease or may I live with ease and well-being, I like to say, may an abundance of love flow throughout my life. So I offered that one to you. Um, <clears throat> so, thank you. So the idea is to choose three or four phrases so that it's, you know, easy enough to remember if you're creating your own. Don't have 10 sentences because you'll not be able to, you know, remember them. Um, And the idea of these phrases is that they um, are a means to an end. It's, It's not like the most important thing isn't getting the phrases right or having the perfect phrases, but um, it's just to use things that help generate the feeling. The feeling is the most important, right? So if the phrases also start to get into the, in the way, you might just narrow it down to one word, like health. Happiness, safety, ease, you know. Um, And eventually, you know, they may just become this, like a mantra that sort of just fades more into the background. And it's like we we might use the phrases as a kind of um, start to the engine. And then once the engine is going, the phrases are kind of, we don't need to keep turning the ignition, right? It's just the energy is can can flow. And also one thing with the phrases is, is we don't have to use may I or may you if that doesn't work for, for us. That construction isn't written in stone if you have another uh, way that works better for you. And, you know, it's good to... Pick something pretty soon, you know, probably today. <laughs> Don't like keep, oh, maybe I'll do this one or no, I like that one better. It's, it's fine to experiment, but like, you know, sometime today or tomorrow, then just stick with, stick with those three or four phrases. So um, different People or images can help evoke this feeling of kindness. Um, It could be a pet. It could be um, a person that you just immediately, when you think of them, you feel really warm, you feel happy. Um, Or it could be a place in nature where you felt protected, Loved, inspired, um, a spot under a tree or by a river or on top of a mountain. Or it could be spiritual teachers, people you've never met but that you deeply admire or feel very drawn to, that when you think of them, this sense of of care or um, kind of groundedness in the heart or opening of the heart arises. So... We're all different, so we want to kind of find our way to that, to unlock that door to, to this feeling of friendliness, you know, in our own way. Um, so one of the, um, Donald uh, often shares that uh, teacher Heather Martin talks about this as the meta-muses. What are the muses? What are the inspirations for bringing up this feeling. And I'll just share a story that I often go to 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 help me remember this feeling. Um, I was visiting a friend in Oakland just the day before coming to lead a retreat here. Um, And uh, I hadn't seen her in a long time. We were college friends and she has two daughters. They were, uh, one was four, one was 10 at the time. And it was just this big love fest. We had dinner, they showed me out to their backyard, and we picked lemons together, and um, they were sitting on my lap, and we were, you know, um, just really sharing. And and after dinner, um, the four-year-old brought out her nail polish set, and she wanted to paint my nails. And I was about to come on a retreat (laughs) 
So I was like, well, you could do my toenails. <laughs> and so she, um, she, she did in, in rainbow colors. Each was a different color. And it was the sweetest uh, feeling. And, um, and then I, I, she actually did a really good job. It was very neat. And <laughs> I had all these glittery blue and yellow toenails. But I, I turned to her and I said, can I do yours? She said, no, you can't do mine. <laughs> so, you know, when, when I left that night and, you know, we just hugged, we said, I love you. And it was my first time meeting them. But it was just such a heart opening time. And so every time I think of her and, and her family, my heart gets warm. So that's, that's a place I go to to f- generate you know, my, 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 that's my meta muse. Um, and if you can't think of anyone right off the bat, you can use her as well. <laughs> we can share our meta muses. Um, so, um, so we can either begin with cultivating loving kindness for ourselves, or we can begin with. Um, a, a dear benefactor, a dear friend, like I said, someone who as soon as you think of them, you feel like an uncom- uncomplicated person. Not that we can't practice also with complicated people, but if you, if you do have someone that right away you're like, ah, oh, this person is, is an easy person uh, to love, then you can also start with them. Um, we try to start with the easier category, um, traditionally, that is presented in the Buddhist teachings as ourselves, but we know in our Western <laughs> culture, that's often not the easiest place. So if the easiest place for you to start is another person, this benefactor, dear friend, feel free to start with them if that's easier. Um, and... Um, Sometimes, because it's not so easy to begin with ourselves, I'm going to actually uh, offer a, a kind of pre-practice or introductory practice to kindness to self in this meditation where we call upon um, those who we have felt loved by and feel them offering us love in case that helps us to then begin to generate this sense of friendliness towards ourself. And, yeah, this, this sense of being able to offer kindness to ourselves, it's very much connected to being able to offer it for other people. Um, and just some, it doesn't matter where you start, but they are, one often will lead to the other. So wherever it's easiest. Um, so... In this meditation this morning, if you want to stay with offering metta for yourself only, that's fine. You don't have to move on to the the next category. Um, And vice versa, if you just want to stay with offering kindness to someone else, um, that's okay too. So one last thing to say before we begin is sometimes the opposite feelings of loving-kindness arise in loving-kindness practice. We may feel anger, grief, sadness, numbness, and we may think, oh, this is, I'm totally doing this wrong. Um, But actually... Um, these are signs that our heart is softening and that um, we're on the right track, as, as counterintuitive as that seems. But it's like our heart is opening enough to reveal what's there. So we talk about these practices, these heart practices, as purification practices. They are work like magnets that draw out from us everything that's not them so we can see it practice with it and and work with it Um, 
So if um, uh, these kinds of emotions arise, you can shift to mindfulness practice and simply be aware of what these emotions feel like. Um, Or you can, um, with patience, acceptance, kindness, to, uh, to the extent that you can bring those up, you can direct loving kindness towards your anger, towards your um, guilt, towards your you know envy. You can, yeah, I can include this too. Can I just offer this care and friendliness? But just remember, above all else, we don't need to judge those feelings. It's a good sign when they appear as well. Okay, so we'll begin. So we want to be in a posture that is relaxed and at ease. Feel free to make adjustments now. Um, You can also always be in a chair or a bench or use, you know, supports under your knees. Feel the support of the earth. Feel the weight of your body. Just allowing it to rest on the earth. Noticing the energy in the hall, the space around you. Connecting with the sensations of your breath. Feeling the flow of air as you breathe in and as you breathe out. Bring your attention to your heart center, feeling the breath in your chest, maybe even breathing from your heart and out of your heart. Now bring to mind a being, a person, or an animal, or also a place that has helped you to feel loved, safe, seen, 
or protected. Feel yourself embraced by this being or place. Allowing the love and kindness in this being to enter you now as it did in the past. Just a moment of care, of kindness, of appreciation. And allow this feeling to surround you now like a comforting blanket or fall all over you like a refreshing waterfall, abundant, energizing, and soothing. As much as you can, really let this in, this kind, caring energy. And now put yourself in the position of this wise and trustworthy being. And begin to send this immense love and care to yourself. Just as you are in this moment. You might offer this care to yourself as you sit here, your adult self, or if it helps to generate friendliness for yourself, you could also offer it to yourself as a child or as a young person, calling up an image of yourself from the past. Feeling into your heart center, connect with these sincere wishes. May I be safe and free from enmity. May I be happy and content. May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease and well-being. May I be safe and free from enmity. May I be happy and content. May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease. 
Feel free to use phrases that resonate with you. Connecting with a genuine and sincere wish for your own well-being. Continuing to repeat the phrases or just the single words in your own heart. Now we'll move to the second category of the dear friend, the benefactor. Someone that you may know or someone that you may admire who is a public figure who maybe you've never met but you feel you can trust and that you feel Kindness towards, deep respect for. Bringing your awareness to your heart and bringing the image or essence of this being clearly into your awareness and then begin directing the phrases toward the dear friend, the benefactor. If you're ready, you can also stay with offering kindness to yourself. Otherwise, Connect to the heart, this wish for well-being. Connect to the essence of this dear friend and offer them these sincere wishes. May you be safe and free from enmity May you be happy and content. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and well-being.
May you be safe and free from enmity. May you be happy and content. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and well-being. Again, we'll have some uh, time for questions uh, multiple times during the day, but immediately um, we'll give some time uh, with Kyra Jewell in the next uh, session at 10.30. And I wanted to give very briefly some instructions for metta during walking meditation. And we, um, many of you know this, but the... uh, in the retreat, we move towards bringing in metta and versions of the practice um, every waking moment. <laughs> uh, initially at the retreat, and then we move towards that in life. Okay, that's a lot. Uh, but here... Um, and, and just to say that the, uh, think of the first two days or so as kind of getting things going. So not to expect everything to fall in place instantly. It doesn't work like that. Um, but we bring the metta into all the other parts of the day. Uh, the most structured part is the walking meditation. You can see with the schedule. The, and we'll have... Um, some instructions also for meal metta. Um, we'll do that right before lunch. And then we also can bring metta into the informal time. For the walking meditation, how many of you have done mindfulness practice with walking? And how many of you have not, not had that instruction? So a few. Um, Generally, what we do with the metta is we keep the practice going pretty much like we do it in the hall, in the walking. And as with the mindfulness practice with walking, it's usually helpful not to just do a a long wandering around, but actually to walk back and forth on a path that gives a little more focus, concentration, helps with development of stability of mind, maybe walk back and forth, what, 30, 40, 50 feet. You can do it in the forest. You can do it um, out front here. You can do it in the upper walking hall when we're not doing yoga. And um, there you would really do it very similarly to how you do it here. When you're walking and the, uh, the mindfulness, the one gets... Um, Distracted, you can just stop, stand, get the practice going, um, as you might do it in the hall. And the other, you know, one or two other pointers. 
Um, the first day, if you've done mindfulness walking practice, and it's helpful to have stability, you might do just the usual walking meditation with mindfulness, the first 10 or 15 minutes, kind of to get, get more stable. That's fine. But we, then we, we move towards having the metta all the time. I think that's enough. I, I find it often helpful right at the end of the back and forth just to stop, get more grounded, get a little more stable, and then keep walking. So you can stop and start and so forth. So we have several announcements this morning, um, and um, this is the time when we will be giving announcements during the day, so it's really important to come to this set. So just to be aware that the wooden surfaces, the walkways and stairs can be really icy, especially early in the morning and night, so you want to be careful. It's unusual for California, but... It's been icy. Um, chair yoga, today only at 4.45, will be in the hall it's because we will be having our meetings. So just today, we'll be here in the hall. Uh, for the rest of the retreat, the walking, uh, the yoga will be in the council house, which uh, the chair yoga will be in the council house across the way near the office. Those on the left, our left, will be going in the morning to yoga, and those on the right will be going in the afternoon. Just a reminder that the teachers um, will be leaving the hall first because that gives us time to prepare for our meetings with yogis during the retreat and other meetings that we have Beginning today is the affinity groups. And um, for those of you who aren't familiar with affinity groups, these are groups that um, where people who have been marginalized can come together and sit. It was begun in the long retreat, I think Donald told me, in 2016, 17, as a way of giving support to people who weren't um, typically included um, in uh, the larger community and a way of encouraging um, and offering support of sitting with people who are coming with, um, you know, a similar uh, experience. These uh, um, affinity group sits are optional, they're peer-led. There's not a teacher there. They're held in silence. They'll be held in the council house. And if you decide to go uh, to the BIPOC, People of Color um, meeting or the LGBTQ meeting, uh, you can come and go as you want. You know, if you decide one day you feel like going or not. And, um, and you know... Um, uh, Donald said that he often asks people um, when we make this announcement about affinity groups if, you know, it may bring up reactivity. Um, uh, and that's something, you know, to hold tenderly and to realize that this is a way of being an ally and supporting a more inclusive community at Spirit Rock and in the Dharma world So, and, and in our wider world. So... Um, just uh, want you to know about that. And the uh, times for those meetings is um, the BIPOC is at noon, people of color, and the Alphabet Sangha L uh, LBGTQ will be at 7 o'clock at the council house. I just wanted to say last, you know, that I mentioned last night the possibility of wearing masks and I just wanted to maybe make a stronger encouragement for it. There is a lot of um, increase in um, COVID in the Bay Area. People have traveled. So just uh, that is strongly encouraged. We can get masks in the uh, council house also on the table. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, today we have practice discussions. So 
part of the retreat uh, offering is meetings with teachers to talk about your practice, any questions that come up. And then the first two days of the retreat, we'll be meeting in small groups. And the following days, you'll have individual meetings with teachers. Uh, Today, the meetings are at 310 and at 450. The meetings are announced. uh, They're written in the hallway on the bulletin board. There'll be announcements for the meetings and to find your name there. I think the meet, uh, the, both days will be up today. Is that correct? Yeah, and we'll probably, probably post them before lunch. So if your name isn't there, please let us know, and uh, you'll be included. We try to do our best, but it's a lot to organize. So you know, don't worry if your name's not there. Uh, but be sure to check to come to the meetings on time. We don't have, you know, it's really nice to just arrive on time. Don't have to worry about your meetings, but maybe to reflect a few minutes before you come in on something you'd like to share about your practice or a question that's come up. We just want to, um, you know, check in with you and see how things are going and uh, really actually enjoy meeting with all of you and getting to know you. Um, oh, and <laughs> Gula said lovingly that they're not optional. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So that's about it for the announcements. This is the last announcement I want to make is it's really helpful to come in on time. And unless something urgent comes up to stay through the set, uh, you can always open your eyes and quietly change position. You know, if, if you feel like the tension is building, um, opening your eyes can be really helpful. But if you can't stay unless it's urgent, it's really helpful to keep a nice, quiet, calm container in the hall. So thank you for your practice. Enjoy this beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.